ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has rejected the Hamas ceasefire proposal, vowing to fight until total victory is achieved. The Israeli Prime Minister is vowing to press ahead with Israel's military offensive in Gaza, with the IDF expected to push into Rafah, a move that is likely to increase tensions in the region. The Israeli Prime Minister, in a news conference after a meeting with the US Secretary of State Antony Blinken, said Israel was within reach of achieving total victory in a matter of months. What does total victory look like? Joining me now is RM Breakfast. Joining me now on RM Breakfast is Akiva Elder. He's a columnist with Haaretz and joins us on the program again. Uh, Akiva, always wonderful to have your insights on the show. Thank you for your time. Benjamin Netanyahu pledged to destroy Hamas uh, and has rejected this ceasefire proposal. Take us through what he had to say. Well, um, it's not very different, Patricia, from what he said uh, in his previous press conference. And actually, uh, it's the same message. We have uh, to pursue the war until a complete victory. We don't really understand what it means, complete victory. But what I can say is that he cannot... Uh, allow himself, and uh, I think that uh, otherwise it would be considered a political suicide that the Hamas will declare victory. So it, it, it's like uh, we we are in a game that has to be ended with a knockout, and uh, and not with scoring more points. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I would be very surprised, actually, if he would have accepted it, since um, above his head, he has the sword of uh, his partners, Bengvir and Smutrich, from the radical right, who made it clear that the end of the war means the end of the coalition, of their partnership with Netanyahu. Uh, on the other hand, we didn't hear the partners from the centre-right, uh, Benny Gantz and Gadi Eisenkot, who are his partners in the war cabinet. And uh, uh, they were very clear about their commitment to bring back the captives, but uh, we didn't hear any ultimatum about it. So uh, Netanyahu is uh, very sensitive to polls. And uh, according to uh, one poll that uh, was released today by an NGO that uh, is uh, following the social media, uh, 50% of the Israel of the uh, Israelis who are involved in the social media uh, support Netanyahu when it comes to the uh, dilemma between winning the war, and on the other hand, bringing the captives back. Uh, only 37% believe that uh, Israel has to do everything, which means to accept the uh, demands of Hamas uh, in return of uh, the lives of the captives, and I mean lives, because after 124 days, the uh, clock is ticking against those people. It's uh, I, I was listening to the 
weather report, here it's very cold uh, and uh, it keeps raining. And uh, in Gaza, they, they don't have heating. They don't get their medication. There are old people there. There are young girls who are, have been uh, sexually harassed. So time is running against them, Patricia. The, certainly time is, is quite key here. Is this essentially a total rejection of what the US and Qatar have spent months trying to deliver in terms of a ceasefire? I, I believe that, uh, for the record, they will say both Hamas and Netanyahu, they will not say... Uh, that's the end uh, of the game because the Americans are involved. And this is the fifth time that Secretary, Secretary Blinken is visiting us. Um, and uh, uh, they will say that uh, we are not closing the door. We are leaving a window perhaps open for further negotiations. Um, but uh, it, it seems that... Uh, Sinwar, the leader of Hamas, knows that this is the only card. It's very hard to say, but these people are his last card. There is no guarantee that uh, if he will allow them to go back without some international commitment uh, to uh, allow him to get out of Gaza or personally, and there is an option, that uh, he will be allowed to travel to Qatar or to Turkey. Um, There are no winners here. The uh, people of Gaza are suffering. The captives are suffering. Uh, The Americans uh, and the Qataris and the Egyptians are doing their best. But, um, you know, we have uh, here business not with... uh, uh, government with, with a state. Uh, these are, you know, terrorists that um, don't really care about uh, what's happening to their people. Netanyahu said today that Hamas is, um, I don't know if they are stealing, stealing, but they are controlling the humanitarian aid and they um, take 60% of the uh, uh, food and the aid that goes into that Israel allows to go into Gaza goes to Hamas. So you mentioned that he said that that, that you believe you know they're still keeping uh, the the door open. What's the what's the realistic um, chance that the door will stay open though? That there will be a, a, a negotiation in relation to a ceasefire now. Well, the, uh, even if the door will stay open, every day there will be less captives that uh, will uh, walk into Israel through this door, walk back home through this door. Uh, people who are 84, 80, 85 years old uh, are dying there. So, um, well... Uh, if uh, Netanyahu will not accept the demands of Hamas, which means that he will be willing to risk his political future. And uh, today he had another day in court. Uh, I don't know if personally he can afford it. It's uh, uh, sacrificing maybe his own political life uh, in return for 
and saving the lives of uh, 100, uh, hopefully more, Israelis who were betrayed by him and his government exactly four months ago, on October 7th, they were betrayed and they feel that uh, their families feel that uh, they uh, have been betrayed every day since. Akiva, thank you for joining us and explaining what's happening uh, this morning. Really appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. Akiva Alde is a columnist with Haaretz and you're listening to ABC RM Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.